Discover an abundance of life. 6.57 a.m. 6.57 a.m. on a Friday evening. You're still hanging out with us. Uh, this is I Am Live. Um, and you're hanging out with myself, Given Illustrative, and uh, got Fiona right here. Um, I, I Sorry, sorry, I just brought you up. I just Ma. brought you up. <laughs> I'll take your job. <laughs> Bring back the job. I'll take the job, I'll take it. Yeah, so we're still having a good time and we do appreciate you hanging out with us. I mean, it is Friday after all. Uh, but now we're going to be talking about, a, 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 I suppose, a topic that is very serious and we need to have as a country, to be quite honest. Uh, because in as much as we would love to just treat this as a Friday with good vibes, you know, and just only permit good vibes on the table unfortunately it is it is something that is serious and it is affecting young kids so um i was actually recently tasked to do to look into this and do a bit of research on the statistics of um um, you know in terms of how are kids being affected by the lockdown um and what i found is that young kids in high school are actually the the pregnancy rate during lockdown within lockdown has actually skyrocketed by 60% within the country. And that is very concerning. Like, that is quite, quite concerning. Um, and it is also quite alarming, you know. It is. It goes to show that we really do need to start paying a bit more. And this is the teenagers from, I mean, I'm saying teenagers, but also kids from as young as 10 years old. I mean, that is very, very, very young, right? It's very, very young, but mostly predominantly happening amongst early teens. So uh, 12, 13, 14. um, Yeah, and this is something that is is happening in our country. Um, Now, we want to talk about encouraging um, um, young people to rather... Instead of following the trend, instead of, you know, because it, 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 it's really, really, it really hurts because kids have become so desensitized that it's not just kids, but our society and our community, we've become so desensitized. Um, I remember um, a friend of mine telling me just the other day that they were driving past uh, on the highway, not on the highway, I think they were going somewhere in Joburg, and in the middle of the road there was a couple fighting in a car, um, a guy and a girl, um, and they were fighting physically, punching each other, and the guy was so aggressive, he was in her car, um, and she was telling him to get out, like they were so aggressive that he got out of the car and then walked away and then came to the other side and kept punching her in the head, in traffic, right? And the thing that disturbed me the most is the fact that they were mentioning that there were people laughing. Like, that's when you're desensitized. Inside the car or outside? Like, spectators Like, people spectating, basically. Watching what's happening and laughing. How? I don't know know whether to say how messed up or how how far unsensitive have we got Mm, to a point mm. where we have to look at things like violence and be like, oh, it's okay for it to happen anyway. It's between Mm. them two. Let me not get involved. What if that person dies? Mm. What do you say all of a sudden? Oh, it was his fault. It was her fault. Like Mm. people, I understand not getting involved in people's issues, but when it comes to things like violence and you're not supposed to promote such things at all. And now when you say things like teenage pregnancies, in my head, my only question is how, (laughs) like (laughs) how in this period in time, especially in the pandemic, are you focused on that? (laughs) I think it 
kind of makes sense why specifically in the pandemic that happens because people get very lonely yeah and now you in have to school. deal with yeah yeah and now you have to deal in fact there's not only been as a a rise in teenage pregnancy but there's also been a rise in teenage suicide Okay, suicide, that is a matter on its own. And yeah. I think now it's just it's just come out more. Yeah. I think the one of the things I've read on Twitter was um, this generation is not afraid to admit that they are at their most level of depression and mm. they are there to like just give up on life because it seems that easy to give up on life. And it's like it happens a lot where people get depressed and it's understandable. But I think the problem is not being able to find a barrier where you can communicate with somebody and be like, I'm at a place where I'm at my lowest and mm. I need help trying to move past it. We don't know how to ask for help and we don't know who to ask for help from. And that's the issue in the society, especially with the youth. Nobody knows who to talk to and nobody knows who can relate to them the most. Yeah. So that, that just increases the number more and more every single day. Yeah. So the important thing or the important conversation that we're going to be having today is um, addressing this issue from the perspective of how can young people who are watching this happen in high school, how can they... Um, you know, even those who have already gone that path, because remember, it's important to remember not to condemn those who've made those mistakes, yes, definitely. you know, and, and, and there, there are a lot of kids who definitely do, do regret this. And I'm hoping that uh, parents and family don't condemn them and cut them off and treat them yeah. as though they're villains, you know, but that they, in, 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 in as much as it, you do express your dissatisfaction or your uh, disapproval, but at the same time, you will need to support this child yeah. um, and you will need to help them in, in raising the child that they've made. Um, unfor- well, not unfortunately, but it would be fortunate for, for families to treat it that way. But we're, we're going to be having the conversation of how can um, young kids, how can teens keep themselves from participating in this wave, you know, or, or even um, how can they... Um, um, set themselves apart from this practice because I, I know that when things start happening at this rate, it's not just a thing happening here and there. Yeah. There is a there is there is a wave, you know. It 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 has become a thing. But quickly before we get into that, we're going to listen to Charles' perspective, um, and then we're going to come back to discuss it a bit further. Um, so here is Charles with his his two cents worth. My name is Charles Dutoy and you're still tuned to I Am Live and uh, doing things a bit differently tonight with regards to internet issues, but I trust that you will still enjoy the show with uh, Given and Fiona in Pretoria. So let's have a look at the discussion for tonight saying that uh, teenage pregnancies is on the rise with high school kids already having sex. And I can admit to the fact that I see that quite regularly because I'm doing the counseling line and you can see on the counseling line the problems that persist with with people in high school or high schoolers rather already having sex and that brings a severe trauma I almost want to say to the um, relationship because that adds a huge amount of stress on it but I wonder enough we've seen the rise with it in the pandemic now with people not being able to go to school we see the rise of it but I wonder whether the problem hasn't risen before that can we perhaps blame the fact that we are bored 
can we blame the fact that we do not have money to to do anything? I remember a while back I was involved with a high school in Pretoria West, and the the social worker there actually said kids have sex or kids now listen kids but kids have sex out of boredom because there's no money to do anything else and sex is actually free uh, and I, I wish you could see my air quotations when i make the statement free because it actually costs a lot it can cost you a whole lot at the end but sex is something that's considered free it's something that doesn't cost you money except that it can cost you a whole lot more um, it can cost you psychological, psychologically it's going to cost you a lot because you feel you've shared your most innermost being, your intimate most being with a specific person and then they just go off and go on and go to someone else and then you are left vulnerable. You are the one that's sitting with this immense amounts of pain and now unfortunately what we're also seeing in South Africa is the fact that the father then just father of the child with this teenage girl then just goes on and acts as if nothing really happened thus leaving her alone to raise this kid all by herself and that has a problem in itself because then this children obviously is then just going to repeat this these children just going to repeat the cycle so as a counselor and as a christian and as a pastor i just want to ask you just to please stop having sex in high school it is i i hate to see the pain that is being caused by it i hate to see the pain that is caused in society but not only in society the emotional pain that people are struggling with because they give their innermost being to a specific person and he or she just never gives it back or shares that feeling shares that intimacy um, so you are opening yourself up for incredible amounts of pain and you are also opening up yourself for massive massive letdowns and trauma so please just stop doing it i know it's uh, on according to netflix and hollywood and the likes it's just such a simple thing and there's nothing wrong with it but trust me when i tell you i'm standing on this side of the fence i'm also guilty of the same things i also had sex in high school leading to one of the facts that i wanted to commit suicide i'm the first one to admit that but standing on this side of the fence i would like to encourage you just to please stop out of self-love and self-care for yourself yeah, um, it's it's definitely not an an easy uh, conversation to have, uh, but I, I I really do want to encourage us to start having it, and and particularly, I wanna I wanna encourage us not to have it from vilifying these kids because um, there are a lot of cases where the 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 the, 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 the sex in itself is not consensual yes um there are a lot of cases where especially with the 10 year olds where it's actually much elder gentlemen that's doing this to gentlemen much elder men that are doing this to them um so that that's quite unfortunate right but what we're specifically addressing today and we will address the others uh some other time uh, but we're specifically what we're specifically addressing today is consensual sex amongst teenagers um and and the kids falling pregnant yeah um and that is quite an issue right that is quite an issue and it's very difficult to deal with and you can imagine that when when we're living in a country where a lot of people are within the living within the poverty line um, and then you come as a child bringing a baby home that needs to be taken care of it's such a serious thing Um, it's such a serious thing and and that family still needs to take care of you and make sure that you go to school oh my goodness 
yeah, it's such such a difficult thing. Kids are expensive. Mm. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Kids are expensive, mm. and having to go buy pampers and milk, and plus your clinical care and stuff. Kids are expensive. That's why I think I had a conversation with you today, and I was like, you know what, we should start teaching kids from like grade seven, especially about what is consent and what it means to become sexually active because you are for you are giving them a warning of what might happen in the future and we need to start teaching more about contrac- contraceptives and not just teaching it to the girls but also teaching it to the men so that they know that as you grow up and stuff like that, these are the type of things you need to avoid because it's very painful for a child to have to raise a child and not know what you're even doing because mm. imagine the burden of your mother now having to raise you and then now there's a child and you don't know how to raise the child also and somebody must give up something and you have to give up your future or you don't even know where your life is headed and you're still trying to map that out. Now you feel like you're at the end of the road. And to have the person that was with you convincing you to sleep with them and then have them not be there to support the end product that they've created it's it's scary it is Mm. terrifying because you don't know what will happen to your child so it's very important for us to start from a very young age where we teach kids listen this is what consent is this is what yes or no means whether it is brutal or not brutal it is important for you to know what is your yes and what is your no and what is i need to know more and what is i don't need to know and then you need to know okay what are your guidelines what are your safe lines what is your safe word? Where can you run? Who can you talk to? I was expecting you, you to say safe you, word. It sounds so kinky. No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something you hear from an adult film. <laughs> it's a safe word. Yes and no is a safe word. No, I, I understand. Within the context, I understand. You know, it's yeah. just it's just so important for us not to just teach girls about pregnancies because we're always looking at girls. But teach your boys. You know, contraceptives, my son, is important. Do not bring a child into this world when you're not even ready to support yourself. Bills. Can you pay your own bills? No. So what are you going to do with somebody else? Mm. Where do you go? Mm. You know, I, I often I often um, love coming from the perspective. I don't know if I'm playing. You know how people usually refer to the devil's advocate? Yeah. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm not taking it to that extent. Yeah. But... Um, by this, I mean, I, I, I think we can all, even though we don't like to admit it, mm. we can all relate to the feeling of wanting to be, um, for someone to find you attractive. Yes. Um, and now I'm, I'm delving a bit into why this might be happening, why yeah. these kids might be doing this. Look, apart from the, 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 the loneliness, the depression, the boredom, I mean, you know, boredom in itself. Media. Yeah. You know, apart from all of those reasons, there are genuine human reasons where you actually in, even in primary, you have a feeling of wanting to, for someone to find you attractive. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I know that as you're sitting at home, you're like, I mean, but yeah, given I get that, but like to go to a point of having sex in primary, you know, or sex in high school, 
Like that that's a bit too far. But unfortunately, especially in high school, I think it's way more prevalent in high school. Um unfortunately that is still a very, very real feeling. Um and it, it is something that we do need to whenever we approach this, we do need to reverence the fact that these kids are experiencing real human emotions. Sure. Right? When you try to treat it as though there's no way a kid would want to do that. Yeah. And apart from that we also need to consider that what's unfair for the generation of today. So you'll notice that right now that uh, as you were doing as well, um, addressing the parents themselves, that we need to take responsibility to to address these issues and give kids a safe space, um, right? But what I, what I want to re- refer us back to is the fact that we need to be, uh, what's to, 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 to sympathize with the fact that Kids going through high school today are kids who grew up in an era where pornography has never been more easily accessible. True. It follows you everywhere you go. You can take your kid's phone, they will find it. It is, it is easily accessible. That, that is true. It, that is, is true. it is much harder to access Netflix entertainment than it is to access <laughs> pornography and that is really really not something to take take lightly um and and that's what kids of today are growing up with like i remember that back in my day of growing up in high school when we were in high school we could access pornography but it wasn't that easy like you needed to find that one friend <laughs> you, you needed one of us had to have that one friend the, my friend you know what i mean like that one friend <laughs> But nowadays, it's in everybody's pockets, you know? Like, you literally just walk into a room and people are just gathered in a group watching it. And the point I'm trying to make is that's what kids of today are faced with. That's what they need to fight. That's the temptation that that, that is exposed to them, right? So kids, or high schoolers nowadays have a different relationship with sex than my generation did. I, I'm saying my generation. generation. <laughs> then, then, then the people I went to school with, there's a completely different experience or relationship with sex. Yeah. Um, then, then even the people you went to high school with, but you guys went to high school with phones, right? Yeah, we did, but it, it wasn't a thing of like, everybody would be like, Oh, I'm a Google this, or I'm not going to Google that. Mm. It still wasn't a thing where people could just easily be like, okay, if I feel like this, I'm a, go on there certain things were accessible but it needed time in primary school there was a way to access it but it was you know at a certain time yeah and mm. you knew what would happen if you were caught doing such yeah. things in high school it slowly started becoming a thing of you can access it on your phone but it's a thing of like i don't know whether it's just social media's pressure because everybody and anybody talks to it because it's freedom of speech freedom of opinion but at the same time it becomes a thing where it it becomes a worry you know because if you're teaching kids such things and i understand i truly understand the pressures of high school because everybody wants to be attractive and you get that one person that will come up to you and be like oh you're attractive and stuff i had feed into your weaknesses again goes back to our our conversation at the beginning it, it they feed into your weaknesses they feed into what you want to know what you want to learn but it's always important for you to validate yourself and love yourself before you can allow somebody else to love you and it's scary for a child to have to depend on 
uh, a different gender to feed into their weaknesses and to make them feel motivated. And then once they are used, now they are left alone with a burden and they are left alone with consequences. And now they don't even know if what you were saying was true or not. Yeah. Social media is, is a dangerous platform. Especially for kids Because anything is anything You could think that Oh she's just on Twitter Laughing at Twitter jokes Gandhi There's one link That leads you to Actually Twitter is like Yeah no Danger <laughs> Yeah no Twitter Twitter is, is trash When it comes to that like, TikTok like, also yeah. has come into that TikTok mm, also Because mm. you would think Oh it's a funny video Scroll down There's a link to somebody else's video mm, Which has something completely different mm, It is scary Because mm. you don't know what to trust and this era has phones which has access to anything. Let them just find Wi-Fi. 20 Wi-Fi, whatever Wi-Fi, whatever hotspot. That five minutes that you leave them with. Oh, yes. Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that is something that um, a th- thoughts that we'd like to leave you, especially as the parent with. Um, and and to, 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 to those of you who are in high school, um, it, is, it is, I think, one of the things that can be most effective is if you remove your when you start to see no matter how cool your friends are it will be at a cost and it will it will be uncomfortable and unfortunately it 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 it, they might even make fun of you but the moment that you see that your friends are starting to to behave that way and talking about going to have sex at a person's house or we're going to do this there we're going to watch a porn movie there the best thing you can do for yourself is to remove yourself from that group and and i know that this is easier said than done and and it'll protect you from so so much and this is something that even adults honestly speaking have to start learning to do because the stupidest things we do we do because we want to fit in because that's another emotion that i wanted to to talk about earlier so apart from the fact that kids are growing up in an era where i mean um, the, the the internet you can access anything right on social media like imagine 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 how twitter as a company does not dignify itself enough to 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 get rid completely of all of this content on yeah. its platform uh which which quite honestly speaking it's it's appalling um however there's there's also to consider the fact that um um, um these kids uh, also want a feeling a sense of belonging yeah. one of the reasons that they 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 do these things is because i want to belong to this group i want them to think i'm cool yeah. i want this guy to think i'm cool i yeah. want him to 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 think I'm something worth pursuing, yeah. you know what I mean, and that's another emotion to to be addressed, not to justify the behavior, but to address um, and and to re- that you as a parent, you need to give a child the child a sense of belonging, yeah. a sense of understanding, because trust me, shouting, shouting every day it does not help. It does not help. It does not help. If anything, it pushes me further towards the thing you you're know, trying to move me away from. I think. It's, it's, I think the one advice my mom always used to give me Or she still gives me to this day When I feel like I don't feel like I'm belonging mm. She always says It's always cool to be by yourself sometimes You know yeah. It's always cool to pull away from what you see is going on And to question it Because you know And something in you tells you that you know, I'm not comfortable with this It's not what I know It's yeah. not what I'm used to It's okay to step away and actually question yourself Or to ask somebody who knows more is this wise for me to get into such? Because mm. you need to protect your childish or your innocence, importantly. Your innocence is the most 
important thing, especially when you're a young child. It's sad for you to have to lose it just because you are in a rush to do grown up things. Yeah. Take yeah. your time. Yeah. It's life. You have so much time for anything. Take exactly. your time. Be patient. And you'll find yourself being cool in your innocence than being cool in worldly things. Yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. So uh, we do hope that uh, throughout this conversation you have been encouraged and that you've learned something. There is so much to say about this. Unfortunately, we do not have so much time. So we're going to take our breather here and be back with um, the devotion for today. Uh, And we're going to be reading from Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3. Radio buzzing of life, 657 a.m. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, we're going to start from verse 1, and it reads, To everything there is a season and a time uh, to every purpose. Oh my goodness, my laptop just started performing. (laughs) On its own. <laughs> oh no! While while I was reading the scripture, oh, no. um, so I'm sure I'm sure that there are people out there. Those hardcore Bible fans are already have already finished the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, point being, um, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. COVID is a time to refrain from embracing, Um, a time to get... Uh, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a t- to sue, and a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Um, and I wanted to share that uh, uh, scripture, which is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, uh, to remind us of the fact that it's okay to allow things to take time. There is nothing wrong. You're not uncool for not wanting to rush certain things. Um, it's okay for some things to just take time. And with that said, we're going to say our good nights right here. From me, given illustrative, have a blast of a weekend. Uh, you'll be able to catch us next week, um, Friday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., right here on Radio Pulpit, 657 a.m. Bye. <laughs> that is Fiona saying her goodbye Bye. and her cute self. Um, so we're just going to uh, lead you out with uh, a song by Exaltation titled Hold On, Don't Let Go.